Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. I have a few guests joining me. But welcome, everybody. This is the weekly spot where we talk about how to build your brand with a book. And we are here every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we always run this as two segments because we like to have a couple different conversations going just to make sure that we can hit different areas that um, you guys may be interested in when it comes to whether it's podcasts or writing a book or creating long form content is how you can best maximize your expertise. And so today what I have is a couple people with me. I have Lindsay Ardmore, I have Cindy and Aranza Sue, and we're going to talk about collaborations and partnerships. And I think a lot of times when it comes to books, we don't really think of it as a partnership or a collaboration. But, um, you know, people like Michael Hyatt, John Lee Dumas, Gabby Bernstein, Russell Brunson, they all have masterminds that help them sell their books. And have you ever noticed that successful entrepreneurs, they seem to travel in groups and they promote each other's products and services. And that's because they understand the power in collaboration, partnership, and how to leverage each other's audiences in order to simplify the process to massively grow their reach and audience. So several months ago, um, when Lindsay, who you're gonna meet today, approached me about partnering on an anthology for female entrepreneurs, I was really excited about this idea. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm an author and book coach. So I am working with entrepreneurs every day to kind of help them leverage their expertise out into the marketplace into a book. And so within two weeks of that idea coming together, we had all 20 spots filled. Um, and this, so every female entrepreneur had their own chapter. We have 21 people participating in this project called the Female Entrepreneur Playbook. And she was also able to get Clayt, who was the founder of Keep, um, to write the forward for that book. 
And so, um, and this is a project that we have had on pre-order for a couple months now where all the proceeds are going to charity and we already have people lining up to participate in the next project. And that's because the power of partnership. And so we were just gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna ask them a few questions and hopefully you guys can get some value out of this, um, kind of learning about the book credit, uh, writing process, publishing and marketing, and also how to leverage those other people that you surround yourself and their audiences to also have a successful launch or grow your reach or cross pollinate your list. And so I just wanted to throw out a question and I'm gonna ask Lindsay first. Um, so as a first time author, what about the book writing, publishing and marketing process has surprised you the most? Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Patricia. Um, so what has surprised me the most? Oh my goodness. Um, I think, wow, there's a couple of things. One of the things that I think has totally surprised me has been how seamless you make it and have made it for me. Um, and just how organized the process has been. There is a recipe. When I thought about writing a book by myself, I was like, I don't know what to do. There's a million things to do. Where do you even begin? Um, you have no idea how many times I have um, thought about this process and it was completely overwhelming. But in this space and in this project that we've collaborated on, it has been totally seamless and has just felt really peaceful, which is a very important thing to me. Um, the other thing that has surprised me is kind of a different thing, but in the marketing of the book, you would just be so surprised at how many people want to support you. You know, how many people want to be there for you? How many people want to see you succeed? And I knew um, that in marketing this book, especially with the goal and um, the goal in the North Star of hitting, you know, the USA Today bestseller, I knew that, you know, we would need book sales, right? And one of the things that really just has surprised me and stuck out to me is every single time I ask, um, people show up and come forward and our, the commentary is all around. Thank you so much. This is so exciting. And that has just been a really humbling, awesome experience. Thank you. And Cindy and Ronza Sue, I really love highlighting you guys here because you guys have had some really creative ways that you've sold books. And Cindy, um, particularly your LinkedIn strategy, I think would be really interesting to the people here in this room, because a lot of times when we think about book sales, LinkedIn may not be the first place that we go. Thank you, Patricia, and great to be here. I do want to share the LinkedIn strategy with everybody here because it surprised me how well it worked. And we do a lot of LinkedIn with our clients who are entrepreneurs and looking to connect with other people. And when I came out with my other book, Seven Marketing Basics, I was just by myself. And really, this collab thing is so much better, let me say. But I was looking for ways to just get the word out. And so I used a series of messages on LinkedIn. And to Lindsay's point, people want to help. So I put a little cadence together saying, hey, uh, just want to connect with you. We're in the same space if I wasn't connected already. And then secondly, follow up with the message saying, hey, I'm coming out with this book. And so in this case, Female Entrepreneur's Playbook, uh, all the money goes to charity and just quick ask, would you be able to support us and buy the book today? And 
If they did, then the next message comes back and says, hey, here is our token of appreciation for you, this thank you link. So kind of having the cadence in place and then knowing who to go after and whether you do that manually or with an automation software and automated process, the results are still the same. People want to help. It's a great way to connect and a great way to share and have success. Thank you. And Aranza Sue has been stellar. She has been like a maverick at selling books. So Aranza Sue, what kind of tips um, do you have as far as the book sales process goes? Hi, everybody. Excited to be here. Thank you, Patricia. Um, the best thing I would say uh, that has been effective for me is connecting with Every single friend, neighbor, colleague, um, acquaintance, anyone that you've had a conversation with in your entire life and using social media to have those conversations and connections. And I am generally a very friendly person um, face to face. So this was new to me to just see social media and as a tool to have conversations and connections again. And that was so the main strategy um, because I haven't used social media to sell anything else before. And I was nervous about it. But once I started to have conversations and connecting again in a very genuine way, how are you doing? How has life been? And how's your family doing? It really just transition naturally into the conversation about here's what I'm up to and we're doing this to support their project and bring clean water to developing countries and helping ameliorate debt and for people that have high debt in the medical, um, in their medical bills. So it has been incredible to do it that way. And so I would suggest and just encourage all of you to connect with old, you know, your old friends. And, and, and so I went through every single channel. It was first via email and then my text and then WhatsApp. And then, um, I went through my LinkedIn and I'm still working through my LinkedIn um, networks. You'll be surprised how many contacts and people you've interacted with in the last, even a few years um, or a couple years prior to the pandemic that you can tap into and just see how are you doing and yeah. what's going on with you? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think too, you know, the one thing we all realized is, so if you're writing a book and you're doing it on your own, you quickly realize there's so many different ways to market PR, um, sell the book, there's strategies, whether you're trying to hit bestseller or you're trying to, you know, do something else with it. And so, and you can't do all the things, you know? Well, we had 21 of us, so we've actually been able to do a lot of the things and try them out. And for a nonfiction business book, I think the most powerful thing has been the simplest, which has been literally texting everyone. And I remember somebody told me, of course, I remember what they told me. I don't remember who told me, but they said, if they're in your iPhone, if they are in your phone book, and you're not comfortable reaching out to that person to ask them, you know, for a book. I mean, this is 99 cent on pre-order for an ebook, but even like a paperback book that's like 15, 17 bucks, then maybe they should not be in your phone to begin with. 
And so um, that kind of stuck, and that's where we've gotten the biggest hit, just for everybody's FYI. You know, everybody looks for these fancy tricks, and it really comes down to the most simplest of things. And then asking those people, hey, if you know anybody else that would like this, then, you know, can you please pass that information along? I think the other thing that we have realized that is an amazing thing to do, and particularly if you self-publish, you know, there's a lot of benefits to self-publishing. And one of the biggest benefits is the fact that you own that real estate between the front and back cover, which means you can put whatever call to action you want inside the book. And so, you know, when it's your own book, you can be pointing people to your Facebook group or like a free workbook or something where you can get their email address so you can keep building that relationship. And what we have found on a pre-order size side, which is amazing, is if you offer bonuses. So each of these 21 women, and it Lindsay and I were very specific in the requirements, were asked if they wanted to donate something that people would get for pre-order. It had to be something of value. It couldn't be a lead magnet. It had to actually be something that these women already had a price tag on. And even as a solo author, if you can take, like if you have a small course or create a small course or something that's actually valuable and offer that, and that kind of creates that sense of urgency to buy it on pre-order if you're trying to get those pre-order sales. And the benefits to the pre-order sales is that, one, if you're going for a bestseller list, but also two, it gets Amazon ready, which means they'll be like, this is a book that when it launches, everybody wants. So we're going to make sure that our warehouses have it available so that when people can actually order the paperback, we're going to make sure it's there. And you want your customers, you want your people going to Amazon and seeing that they can get it within the next 24, 48 hours. You don't want to see a one week, two week, three week wait and so priming the Amazon pump is so important. But I also want to welcome Tamara. Tamara's a part of this project as well. So Tamara, we're just kind of going around and we're asking questions and talking about the Female Entrepreneur Playbook collaborative project we have going on. And I wanted to ask you, because you're actually working on two books, so you're a part of this, but you're also working on your own book, is as as an author, somewhat new, I mean, I know you've participated in some other group projects, but what about the writing, publishing, or marketing process has surprised you the most? Oh, man, that's a loaded question. I feel like all of it's surprising because it all feels new each time you do a book. The first time, which was uh, our book came out last May, uh, and then this one, even though they were both the anthologies, we did them drastically different. Um, and what was the main differentiating factors uh, more seamlessly with a lot more uh, touch points as well as a lot more opportunity with the connections of the people in the group. Um, the other one, we did a really big podcast push out the gate, which was obviously very critical and instrumental with the timing and COVID unexpectedly. Um, so that was a gift in that regard. And so I think that we have opportunities in both to learn. And so as I do my own, really lending a lot of favor to what Patricia, you and Lindsay have been able to cultivate with this one, um, but also to realize that I'm not doing like this long pre-order experience. And so every single time that I do it, it's totally different 
different. And I think as an entrepreneur, that's the reason I like it so much, right? Like I love the element of surprise. I love the unknown. Um, and I'm willing to step into that even in the, the messy part, because I believe all of this process is about progress over perfection. And you hear that loosely given, but when you are an author and you are creating something like this, um, it's a whole nother ball game. And specifically because my book coming out in a couple of weeks that isn't necessarily um, what people would say as a business card, right? Your book is a new business card. We hear that a lot, even in this space. Um, it's a very personal piece. And so having your name attached to something very personal like that, it feels like a different role and a different way that you show up as the author um, connected to what you do as a business person or an entrepreneur. Does that make sense, Patricia? Please tell me I didn't just talk at myself for a long time. We got you. We got you. <laughs> okay. We got you. Okay. Okay. I know everybody scrolls and does different things, but yeah, I mean, I'm open to answering questions around the, the various types, but hopefully that gives people a little bit of, of differentiating factors for them to apply. Yeah, that's great. Um, and I think, you know, this was my 14th book. It was the first so I, all my books have been traditionally published. This is the first self-published book under my name. And then most of my clients choose to self-publish. But every single time is a different experience. Um, and a lot of it is identifying your goal and what you want to get out. You went out, ma'am. Oh, can you hear me? Now yeah, you're fading in and out a little bit, Patricia, but we're, we got you here. Okay. Okay. Um, but one of the things that I thought was really unique about this project is when you're in a project with people who share similar audiences and also have similar goals, as far as we're all business, we're all entrepreneurs, is there's so many opportunities to leverage the relationships each other have already with clients and other people. So for example, when we go back to those bonuses, if one of Tamara's people on her email list opts in for my bonus, now that person is on my email list. So there's a cross pollination there as well. And so for me, the partnership aspect has been amazing even outside the book because we're now speaking together on panels, we're doing podcasts, I have 20 new people that you know I can have business opportunities with and present in front of audiences. So I'd just be curious out of the other participants, what are some of the other things just besides having a book that you feel like you've gotten out of this process? Hi, it's Lindsay. I thought I would go. Um, I have just been, oh, there's, there's quite a few things, obviously like the cross pollination of lists and stuff like that is really cool. Um, but also the connections and the partnerships that come out of kind of being in like this little cocoon with, you know, 20 other women. Um, so I've been given so many different speaking opportunities, been booked on a bunch of different podcasts. I know I'm thinking of another participant who has leveraged the book um, so much and she's had like 15 podcast interviews in like the past week, um, just trying to leverage um, you know, the book. And I think that that's a really, really powerful thing. And being able to create, I'm all about strategic partnerships. Um, I really, really love them and recommend them to everybody. And being able to kind of 
have a group of people that are already ready and willing and want to um, do that and both have equal or you know similar goals um, that's a really really powerful thing so that's one of the, the big takeaways that I've gotten um, from the book yeah Cindy go ahead yeah I could just jump into Lindsay's there and go with the podcast thing because when I was using LinkedIn messaging and I had a lot of it automated, right? So it's going out to people saying, could you check out our book? The response I got back from several people was, I got your book and would you like to be on my podcast? So I think this week I have four speaking engagements and some of them are with you awesome people in this group. And I kind of love that because for sure, when I'm on someone's show and it's just myself, that's super good. But I kind of enjoy the group, uh, just that synergy together. And so having the book out there as a group, it kind of promotes everybody. It elevates everybody. And again, using the LinkedIn messaging is just, that's really led me to a new group of people that I've gotten to be in touch with. And then I get to share that with everybody as well. So let, let's go on that partnerships thing a bit, because I think, you know, in rooms like this, first of all, we're in a partnership. Champions is a community and a community is kind of that base of partnerships. I mean, it's one of the most fundamental important things is to, to having a relationship is to have some sort of community around you. And so I would love to just talk about, because we hear about Dream 100 and strategic partnerships and those kind of things is as female entrepreneurs getting into the topic of the book a bit, how are you guys currently leveraging um, strategic partnerships that you have with people either inside this book or in other ways in your. May I answer that question? Come on. May I jump in if that's okay? I think you should jump in and Patricia will be right back with us. Okay. Uh, my name is Michelle, the computer lady, and I make books for children. I have a book specifically titled mommy. What is an entrepreneur, which is about a mom teaching her little girl about entrepreneurship. And one of the ways I've been able to leverage is I'm starting to working with organizations and foundations that are specifically helping children, not only with reading, but with, learning about entrepreneurship, growing their own little businesses. And so I have, this is Triumphant Tuesday. My triumph is I'm going to be working with the Steve Harvey Foundation to give away books. And so that's why coming to Clubhouse, I've learned so many things, especially in this room on how to market and leverage the spirit, the spirit of collaboration. Thank you so much much for letting me share. Glenn, you always have amazing rooms. I'm Michelle, the computer lady, and I can see the floor. Thank you, Michelle. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we sure can. Sorry, I'm in the middle of like a Tampa, Florida storm. You know, it always sits right at four o'clock, so I apologize. But my question, and thank you, Michelle, so much um, for covering me <laughs> before I came back. Um, so I had asked a question, I don't know if you guys heard, but Talking about strategic partnerships, I think are so important because we talk about Dream 100 and, you know, Glenn's event that we'll talk about in a minute that's coming in November and the event that was in New York. 
is all about strategic partnerships and a way that we can all grow and empower each other. And so my question starting with Lindsay was how are you, how are you in your business um, or are you about the book in general? Um, how have you done it? Cause you've done it so. Thank you. Yes. So strategic partnerships, I cannot, I cannot stress enough how much I love strategic partnerships. Um, I was doing the math the other day. I've made over $600,000 in the past two years. $600,000 of my revenue has come directly from strategic partnerships um, and really leveraging other people's audiences and showing up. And I think that what is really, really powerful and some, some things that we talk about in the book specifically are all around how to have this law of reciprocity, how to create a relationship with someone where not only are you benefited, right? Like your business grows, your brand grows, you're happy, but also they are happy. And we all rise together, we all win together. And so when you can create that type of relationship with somebody um, where you can support them and they can support you, um, everybody wins. They win, you win, the clients win, the brands win. Um, it's a huge ripple, huge, huge ripple effect um, of what kind of impact you can have. And specifically within the book, um, strategically, it has been really, really fun to be able to connect with people that we share an audience, but we are drastically different people. And that has been really awesome because the people that are attracted to my co-authors might not necessarily have found me or looked to find me. Um, and so being able to leverage other people's audiences in a way that's really peaceful and synergetic and like really focusing on the law of reciprocity has been massively huge, not only during this project, but also throughout my business. This is Tamara again, Lindsay, that was so good. And I love the law of reciprocity and understanding like how that actually parallels from the strategic alignment perspective. I think the additional piece that I would add to is like a positioning um, as we're all female entrepreneurs with this specific book, but there are definitely strategic alignments that I've been able to create um, in my business that allow that person who's an expertise in a specific realm that I am not necessarily, but I can position myself alongside them with my area of expertise and how much more robust that then becomes from an impact perspective for the community because they're getting different lenses, they're getting different viewpoints, and then there becomes this congruency with like, okay, I hear and see and read all of this information and now I can learn and apply it in this different way. And so when you're thinking about strategic alliance, it's not just the exact same thing, like, oh, the more of us, the more female entrepreneurs, the better. It wasn't just that, it was also our areas of expertise that lend itself to the robust experience of this specific book. And I think a lot of strategic alliances, uh, no different than Glenn and I with the Grow Your Business for God's Sake conference coming up. So just wanted to bear witness to that too. Thanks. I'd like to add, if I can, a real part of this, and um, also about that shortcut process that we, you know, you get to do it, and it's a different process when you're only responsible for a chapter, right? Instead of writing a book for five or six months or nine, for some people, two or three years, um, being able to kind of shortcut the writing process. But still, like for us, we, we had three rounds of edits, they had book coaching, 
We had professional services for everything. So we made sure it was done to traditional publishing standards. But because we were each only responsible and each kind of dip in and participate in marketing in a way that made sense for our business, our audience, and the platforms that we currently use. So it's a different type of process. And if it's something that people are interested in, I really urge you to look into it. Um, there's projects that Lindsay and I have coming up, but there's also projects that other people run as well. And participating in a group writing project is also a great way to learn the writing, publishing, and marketing process in general for your own projects so that when you move forward, you already have a behind-the-scenes look of how professionals sorry, put these book projects together so you already kind of have the instruction manual for doing so. I would re be remiss before I turn the mic over to Dre to not sort of highlight this project a bit. So we had 21 women come together to write this book and our goal was to provide a mastermind in a book. So it's highly tactical. And like one of the questions that came up in every single chapter that the girls answered was, if you lost everything today, how would you generate income in the next 30 days? Tactical. Any of us, proof of receipt, we will send you those tools automatically. But most importantly, 100% of these proceeds are going to charity. So we've already sold thousands of books on and those proceeds are going to the Thirst Project to provide clean drinking water to people. And then we are also aligned with a, a RIP medical pays off the medical United States who cannot pay their medical bills. So if you are interested in this, we also for people who want to order paperback copies, donate to women's shelters or other places, we, you can also DM us as well and we can get you that information. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.